Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message. Everybody standing for the reading of the word. If you're ready, shout, I'm ready. I'm going to tell you right up front, I'm coming for you today. I'm, I'm ready for you today. We announced that this is the year of purpose, divine purpose. Divine purpose is what you were created for. It's fixed by God and it brings him pleasure. How many want to walk in your divine purpose this year? God is for it, not against it. I said, how many of you want to walk in your divine purpose this year? But I'll be very transparent with you and by all my friends who are tuning in by live stream from around the world. You're part of the Calvary campus online. I feel real dangerous today. I said, I feel real dangerous today. I'm packing in the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. I have a real profound revelation. And so today I want you to put your thinking caps on. We're going to learn today. Tell your neighbor you're getting smarter today. Come on, tell him you're getting smarter today. All right, we're taking our point passage from Job 33 and from Hebrews 1. By the way, Happy New Year, everybody. Who's believing God for the best 2019, just the best? Note Job's writing in Job 33:14. He said, for God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. The implication here is that God is talking, but we're not always listening. But who wants to hear what the Lord is saying in this season? Wave at me if you want to hear it. I, I, I don't just want to hear it. I need to hear it. So then this is underscored in Hebrews in the New Testament when it says, God who at various times and in various ways spoke. I'm thankful for a God that speaks to me. He speaks to me in church. He speaks to me when I'm doing right. He speaks to me when I'm doing wrong. God will talk to you in a crack house. Come on, somebody. He'll, he'll, talk, he'll talk to you on a bar stool. He'll talk to you when you're up and when you're down. Is there anybody in 2019 grateful that God still speaks to you? I'm going to let you pronounce and announce this sermon title to your neighbor, and it ought to get you or your neighbor one really excited. So get your neighbor by the hand and shake them up. If their hair falls off, what do I always say? If it's good hair, put it in your purse and take it home with you. But look at your neighbor and say, hey, neighbor, 2019 is my year. This is the year of my blessing, my birthing, and my breakthrough. My, 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 my. Oh, yeah, I feel, I feel like some of y'all got that in your spirit. Some of y'all had that. Yeah, you haven't even taught it yet, and I'm already receiving it. Look at your other neighbor and just say, neighbor, in case you weren't listening, 2019 is the year of my blessing, my birthing, and my breakthrough. Now give God glory like he's well able to do it. <laughs> I said give him praise like he's well able to do it. So, Father, we just open our hearts for your word. Give us that kind of revelation, that kind of word knowledge that gives us strength and power. Let this be foundational for the rest of the year. Thank you for sacred season. Thank you for today. Thank you for the next few weeks. We put you first. Somebody who's ready for a dangerous word, give the Lord the ovation of the morning. Come on. All right, you can be seated. I declare in faith that this will be your year. 
your year. I said your year. I don't know about your neighbor, but your year of blessing, birthing, and breakthrough. Today, I want, don't want to be redundant, but I do want to reinforce this fact. I really feel dangerous in the spirit realm. And I'm going to drop a prophetic word in this house. I've come to understand as I get older and the Lord matures me in the things of God that part of what he has called me to do is not just to preach, but to preach prophetically. Not just to preach and address where we are, but to prophetically speak to where we are going. How many of you are interested in discovering where you are going and laying your faith to some powerful precepts from God's word? Now, we know on the Gregorian calendar, it is 2019. On the Hebrew calendar, it is 5779. 2,000 years ago, the church in the Dark Ages switched to the Gregorian calendar, but God's calendar has not changed. In God's calendar, we're in the Hebrew year 5779. And I don't know about you, but I'm sure about me. I'm very interested to discover where I am on God's timeline. I want to know where I am in the things of God. Now, as we read the scripture, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament, in Job's and in Hebrews, we find out that God speaks. The Bible said he speaks one way and then he speaks another. And then the writer in Hebrews says he speaks in various ways. We think God oftentimes only speaks when the preacher is speaking. But God speaks in various ways. God speaks through his word. God speaks through his prophets. Anybody believe in prophecy? Go, let me ask you again. I said, anybody believe in prophecy? God speaks through times. God speaks through seasons. He speaks through circumstances. He speaks through situations. But make no mistake about it. If you study God's word, you'll find out that he speaks through numbers. He speaks through his calendars. In the Bible, numbers mean something. They're important to God. That biblical numbers have significance. You just study your Bible. Seven is God's number. It's the number of perfection and rest. Then there's the number of testing, which is the number 40. The number 50 represents celebration, and that's proven in Leviticus 23 when the Jubilee cycle was put into action. The number 70 dealt with Babylonian captivity and the 70 elders and the 70 members of the Sanhedrin. Numbers 11, God poured his spirit out on the 70 elders, the Bible said, and they prophesied. 70 comes up in Scripture. 12 comes up in Scripture. There's so many numbers in the Bible that have significant meaning for even today. So here we are in the year 2019. It is the Hebrew year 5779. And I want to start the inception of this message and just lay a little foundation and talk to you about the number nine and its significance in the Bible. Now we know that there are nine gifts and nine fruits of the Spirit. The nine fruits of the Spirit need to manifest in our life. And I'm speaking in faith that this is our year to bear the nine spiritual fruits on a whole nother level. I've got about three people ready to do that. This year we're going to be more loving. 
This year we're going to be full of joy. We're going to be joyful. This year we're going to be more peaceful. We're going to be kinder. Tell your neighbor you're going to like me this year. Yes, yes. We're going to be more gentle. We're going to we're going to exude all nine spiritual fruits. We're going to be faithful. We're going to be patient. We're going to operate with goodness. We're going to have temperance and self-control. We're not going to live with a whole bunch of drama. Yeah, put your hand on your chest and say, I will not be a drama creator. Oh, come on, come on. Say that one more time because your husband fell out in the Holy Ghost when he was next to you. Your wife just shouted. Put your hand on your chest and say, I will not be a drama creator. No, no, no. This year I will bear the nine fruits of the Spirit. But then there are also nine gifts of the Spirit. And here we are in 2019. And the number nine points us to the nine gifts of the Spirit. And all nine gifts, from the word of wisdom all the way to tongues, they're all supernatural. And I want to declare this today. I want to tell you, get ready. 2019 will be a year of supernatural manifestations. Okay, I'm going to come down there and amen myself. I said 2019 will be a year of supernatural manifestations. 2019 will be a year when you are supernaturally healed by the power of Jesus and his cross and the stripes on his back. In 2019, the unexplainable happens, the paranormal. You remember I taught you about paranormal. Para means beyond normal. We're looking for beyond normal this year. I'm looking for things to happen that I cannot explain. I'm looking for a supernatural season. You won't know how the lump dried up. You won't know how the door opened. You can't explain how the money came. You can't explain how God calmed the storm. You don't even know. You don't have a natural explanation. You just have to step back and say, God did it all. Somebody make a little noise if you're ready for a supernatural season. Slip up your hands and decree this after me because the Bible said you will decree a thing and it will be established. Say in 2019, say we don't panic. Say we don't panic. When we have challenges in the natural, because we know that our God is working supernaturally in our lives and in our midst. Come on, if you're ready for the unexplainable, give him praise, give him praise, give him praise. I said give him praise, give him praise. I, I serve a supernatural God. I would not be interested in serving God if he were not supernatural. I said I wouldn't want to serve a God who was like me. I have to serve a God who can do what I cannot do. He's supernatural. Study your Bible. The number nine also points us to prayer. Just two examples. In Acts, Cornelius prayed in the ninth hour. And the Bible said miracles were released. It literally was the cataclysmic bomb that exploded that brought about the eventual birth of the church that would go worldwide. Peter and John went to the temple to pray in the ninth hour, and their prayer produced results. So here's what I declare in 2019. In 2019, we love to pray. In 2019, we love to pray. We don't have to pray. We get to pray, and we love to pray, and we will pray at another level, and our prayer will produce supernatural results. If you're ready to pray and see results, come on, give God praise right now. I'm ready to pray and see supernatural results. 
the Lord dropped this in my spirit. He said 2019 is a year of supernatural supplication. Supplication is prayer that asks God to provide, to supply, supplication. You see the word supply in supplication. Then there is tenacious travail. Travail means that we birth some things. The travail means there are some things that are going to come into being in this season because of tenacious travail. And then there's intervening intercession. What does that mean? That means that when my children are in trouble, I intercede, I intervene. When I'm fighting a battle that I can't win, when I intercede, I intervene, and then God intervenes. So this year, my prayer will be effective. Let's move on. We see the number nine, even present. When our Lord and Savior died and gave up the ghost. The Bible said that he died in the ninth hour, and it was in the ninth hour that Jesus declared three words, it is finished. There are people who erroneously think that when Jesus said it is finished on that cross, he was declaring on that cross, it is finished, I have lost. It is finished, the devil has finally won. But the reality of it all is this, the devil never made God cry uncle. When Jesus said, it is finished, he was declaring, it is finished. I have done all that I came to do. And now the work of the enemy and the back of the enemy and the works of the enemy are broken because of what I've accomplished on the cross of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, it is finished. And the Lord dropped this in my spirit, but it's going to take faith for you to receive it because some of you have been dealing with cycles and ongoing, non-stoppable things that seem like they never ease up in your life. But the Lord spoke to me. He said, in 2019, there are some reoccurring situations. There are some battles and circumstances that will be finished once and for all. There are things that I fought in 2013, it is finished in 2019. There are things I dealt with in 2010 that it is finished in 2019. Even last year, there is some situations, some circumstances that have been reoccurring in your life. But as you step into this new year, it is finished. Issues are finished. Health issues, family issues, fear issues, personal issues, financial issues. The Lord said this is a year of finality. The things that bothered me will not bother me this year. The things that set me on edge last year, it is finished. Do I have anybody in the room that is ready to step in a season where you say, God, I'm glad it's finished. I don't know how, but you did it. I said, I don't know how, but you did it. If that's you, you better give the Lord a praise in here right now. Push your neighbor and say, it is finished. It, it, it is finished. It is finished. Don't look for me to be tripping over the stuff I was tripping over in 2017 and 2018. It is finished. Save the drama for your mama. Come on. It is finished. Mm -hmm. Now, what I need for you to do today is get your faith up to a high level. If you hear this in the flesh, you won't, we won't be able to get your heart around it. So I need to get your faith to a high level because I want to go a little deeper. And this is where I really want to hang my hat. We're actually in the year 5779. 
And if you understand things as through the years that I've talked about the prophetic revelation that God gives before a season, he always speaks prophetically that we might navigate and walk in his blessing, not just in a season here or a season there. But how many of you believe that God can speak to you in one season and give you the map and the power to walk out the next season? Now, God speaks in every season through his word, his prophets, his inner voice, but also through his calendar. And in the dark ages, the church switched to the Gregorian calendar, but God did not. There are 22, somebody say 22. There are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. And these letters in the Jewish alphabet, some of them are numbers as well. They are alphanumeric. That means some of their symbols are, they work as well as a letter and also as a number. We have a separate set of symbols for letters and numbers, but theirs are the same. And Hebrew letters and numbers are also something called hieroglyphic. That means they look like pictures. That means every letter and every number looks like something. And Jewish rabbis and scholars truly believe that each letter and each number has a prophetic meaning because of what it looks like. It points us to something. And Jewish rabbis believe that the Hebrew alphabet and the Hebrew numbering system is part of God's prophetic revelation. And it just tells me this, y'all. God is talking. And anyway he's talking to this world, to this church, to you, I want us to be in position to hear him. Jesus even alludes to this in Matthew 5.18. Matthew 5.18 says, For assuredly I say to you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot, Greek, not one jot, iota, Hebrew, it's the Hebrew iota, or yod, the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet, alphabet or one tittle that's the smallest stroke in the Hebrew alphabet and the smallest stroke in the letter of a Hebrew alphabet will by no means pass from the law till all is fulfilled Jesus is himself emphasizing this reality now we are in the decade of the Aeon and in the year of the Tet we're in the year 5779 now if you look at these numbers remember now they are alpha numeric and this, what this is right here, this is the number seven or the letter A-N. And A-N, if you transliterate the word A-N, A-N actually means eyes. It means to see. It's amazing to me that as you look at the number seven, when you look at the stems coming up, on top of both of these stems are two eyes. So we are in the decade prophetically of vision. We are in the decade where the Lord says, I'm ready to show you supernatural vision. Some of you have looked at things in the past and they have not looked good. You've looked at situations and circumstances in the past and it has not looked good. But this is the time to look again. See, we started 2010 and we entered into this season of vision, but the truth is some of us had years that we were walking, it seemed like in the last 10 years, we were walking through clouds and mist. And myself, I can honestly say that that was true. When I went into this new building, when we came collectively in here, there was such a cloud, the economy was crashing, we were moving by faith. There were things that was cloudy. But every year, 
God has continued to bring me clarity. Things are getting clearer every year. So here we are now in 2019. We're in 2019 and we are headed to the year 2020. And as we approach the year 2020, I hear the Lord say that 2020 will be a year of supernatural clarity. That as you're moving through 2019, things are going to get clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer. The Lord said it's time to look again. Look at that family situation again. Look at those issues again. Look at that dream again. Look at that problem again. Look at that goal again. Look at that business idea again. Look at that calling again. What the devil kept cloudy in one season, God is moving the clouds away and you're going to have clarity. Somebody make a little noise if you want clarity in this next seat. I said make a little noise if you want clarity. I'm not going to guess. I'm not going to wonder. I'm not going to stumble. I'm not going to say I don't see what's going on. No, this season is a season of clarity. Why? Because we are in the year 5779 or 2019. We are now on the way to 2020. And the Lord said, tell my people, it's time to move prophetically into 2020 vision. What is 2020 vision? It's perfect vision. It's the vision that you need. It's the vision that you want. I dare somebody right now. If you want to move into 2020 vision, I want you to make a little noise in the room. Come on, give God praise. Cloudiness is lifting. The mist is lifting. The worry is lifting. The doubt is lifting. You're going to have clarity. You are wanted. Did I miss it? No, you're going to have supernatural clarity. Bring up the letter. This is the A in year. This is the year that I have eyes to see. Is there anybody in the room claiming eyes to see the things of God? One, two, three. Give the Lord a praise in here right now. The Bible said you'll decree a thing and it'll be established. Will you decree this with me? Stretch out your hands and say this. Say the forces of darkness. Holler it out. Say the forces of darkness against my life are in trouble. I will move forward this season with the greatest clarity in my history. Now give God all the glory. Give him all the glory. Come on, I didn't see that in the back, but you go ahead and praise him. I didn't see it on the screen, but there it finally got there. Come on, if you're going to give God praise, praise him right now. Who receives that? Come on. Now, there's some of y'all real religious people. You're sitting out there saying, Pastor, do you really believe this? Do you believe this works? I'll tell you what I believe. I believe it works for people who believe it. I'm going to tell you something, baby. The Bible doesn't work if you don't believe it. Prayer doesn't work if you don't believe it. Whatever things you pray about, when you pray, believe that you will receive it and you will have it. I wonder if there's anybody with the faith to believe that this year is going to be a year of supernatural vision where you will see what you need to see. You can't get by. I see what I need to see. Somebody give God praise if you're willing to get in faith and believe it. High five somebody and say, I believe, I believe, I'm up in the house today and I believe. Now, let's see the tet again. Let's see the tet again. This is the A in the vision letter, but this is the tet. Somebody say tet, T-E-T. This is the number nine, but it's the letter tet. And the first, it's actually the least used letter 
in the Hebrew alphabet. And it is this letter Tet that shows up the very first time in Genesis chapter 1. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible said, God said, let there be light, and there was light. Did you know that God did not create darkness? He separated the light from the darkness, and he said, let there be light. If you're dealing with darkness in your life, God doesn't create darkness. He brings light and gives you clarity for every, for every step that you take. But check this out. The tent doesn't show up until Genesis chapter 1, but when it does show up, God said, let there be light, and the Bible said, and it was good. Good is a tet word. Good is the word tov. If you've ever been to Israel with me, when you get up in the morning and you see people, in, Jewish people, they say to you, brokotov. Brokotov means good morning or morning good. Tov means good. So the T, the tet, is a tov word. And he and the Lord said, he, the Lord said he created the light and he said it was good. Now some of y'all say, well, Pastor Rayleigh, I'm not interested in good. I'm not really wanting good. I'm wanting awesome. I'm wanting phenomenal. I'm wanting, I'm wanting wonderful. I'm wanting fantastical. I'm wanting supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Come on, y'all didn't even know Mary Poppins was filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. I'm wanting, I'm wanting, I'm wanting, I'm wanting awesome. But let me say this to you. God's good blows man's awesome out of the water. Read Genesis chapter 1 and you'll find out that God's good is uh, supernatural. God's good is creative. God's good is unexplainable. Read Genesis chapter 1 and you'll find out that every time God did something good, it was supernatural, creative, unexplainable, and miraculous. I don't know about you, but I am ready for a good year in God. I'm ready for the creative, the supernatural, and the miraculous. I'm ready for a good God. Somebody say good God. I'm ready for a good God to do good things in my life. Good God. When people ask you how did it happen, you'll say good God. How did you see the breakthrough? You'll say good God. How did you see your children saved? Good God. How did you see that doctor's report change? Good God. How did you find that financial breakthrough? Good God. How did you make it through that season? Good God. It was miraculous. It was supernatural. God created in me what I needed and for me what I needed. Is there anybody ready to claim the tall this year, the good this year? Somebody give God a praise if you're ready to claim the good. No, that's not going to do. If you're claiming the good, you're going to have vision. You're going to have the A and tech. I'm going to see the good, not the bad. I'll see the good in Jesus' name. Now, don't forget these numbers are alphanumeric, but they're also hieroglyphic. Hieroglyphic means they look like something. It means they point prophetically to something. So we know that the tet here is the number nine, and the an is the number seven. And the an looks like eyes, but Hebrew scholars tell us that the nine, the tet, looks like a few different things. Number one, they say that the tet looks like a basket. Now, a basket holds blessings. 
So just put your hand on your chest and aggravate your neighbor. Come on real good. And just say in Jesus' name, 2019 is the year of my blessing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every blessing God has for me and my family. Now, now listen, the tent looks like a basket, and basket represents fullness, abundance, and blessing. And as for long as your basket is full of good things, it represents the favor of God. I don't want my basket to be full of bad things. I want my basket to be full of good things. Jeremiah 24, 1 and 2, the Lord showed me, and there were two baskets of figs set before the Lord, before the temple of the Lord. One basket had very good figs, like the figs that are of the first ripe, and the other basket had very bad figs, which could not be eaten because they were bad. One basket was full of bad things, one's full of good things. But this is the Tov year. This is the Tet year. This is the year of the good. And we claim in faith that our basket it's going to be full of good things. In 2019, God is blessing my basket. Come on, testify to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you ought to praise the Lord. In 2019, God is blessing your basket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, there are five words for basket in the Bible, five words. And it's amazing to me that they have five different words for the one word basket. There's one word that literally means the basket used for carrying bread. And in the Bible, bread represents provision. It represents resources. It rep represents wealth. It represents abundance. Now, if you want to spend the year broke, you're not going to like this. But who wants to be broke? Not me. But if you want God's abundance in your life, you want God's provision in your life, tell your neighbor, pass the bread. Hallelujah. Because I said, pass the bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bread represents provision, resources, wealth, and abundance. It represents more than enough. It represents God supplying and providing all we need with leftovers. It would be the same basket that they would use when Jesus fed the 5,000, and there were 12 baskets full left over after the feeding. I declare in faith that this is the year that you don't have just enough to get your hair done, that you don't have just enough to get the kids to school with gas money. I declare that this this is the year that you have left over in your basket. This is the year you plan for retirement. This is the year that you put money away. This is the year that you make good, right decisions. This is the year that you have abundance. Good God Almighty, somebody give the Lord a praise if you're ready for a year of abundance. This year, God supplies and fills our baskets with more than enough. Can you say that in faith? Raise your hands and say, this year, God supplies and fills our baskets with more than enough. Can you give him glory in the house? The next basket is the word used for the basket that was used to pick up and carry grapes. Now watch this. Grapes were sweet, and they were used for making new wine. So I declare that this year, God fills our baskets with the sweet and the new. Come on, this year is going to be a sweet year. 
I'm not going to be bitter this year. I'm not going to be angry this year. I'm not going to be aggravated this year. I'm not going to sit in church and be uptight. I'm not going to be upset. I'm not going to be worried. I'm not going to be full of anxiety. I'm not going to lay awake at night all stressed out. This is going to be a sweet year. The Bible said you will decree a thing and it will be established. The power of death and life is in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I'm saying this is going to be a sweet year. Is there anybody in the room that can get out there in faith with me and say this is going to be a sweet year? If you're ready for a sweet year, come on and give the Lord a little bit of praise right now. I'm going to smile a lot this year. I'm going to have joy this year. It's going to be a sweet year. Sweet times with my children. Sweet times with my family. But it's also going to be a year of the new. Come on, it's used to make new wine. It's going to be a year of new. New anointing, new doors, new power, new opportunities, new direction, new paths, new joy, new peace, new healing, new relationships. New. I thought at least a man or a woman is looking for somebody. To say, oh, glory to God. Preach, Pastor. Come on, new doors, new opportunities. You're not going to have to recondition, remodel, remold, remake this season. God said, I ain't redecorating anything. I'm bringing the brand spank new into your life. Can we have a 10 second praise break and just give God thanks for the new thing? I got a new attitude. I'm feeling good. My worries are few. Because I got love like I never knew. Come on. Tell your neighbor, I got a new attitude. Yeah, yeah, if you're believing God for a new thing and new things for your children, how can this be a bad idea? How can somebody sit there and be critical of this? Are you ready for God to do new things in your life? Sweet and new. Sweet and new. I need it. I need it. I'm 54 years old. I know. I can't believe it either. I'm, I need the sweet and the new in my life. But watch this, precious. The next basket was a basket that was used to carry heavy things. It was the basket, this third word, there's actually five words now. This third word was the basket that they would use to carry the clay to the brickyard. And they would make the bricks to build the homes and whatever else heavy they were trying to carry. They would have a basket that could carry the heavy things. And I want to say to you in faith that this year God blesses us with blessings in our spiritual baskets so we can carry the weighty things. The weighty things of glory. This is not going to be a light year. This is not going to be Christianity light. Come on. We're not having low-fat Holy Ghost. Hello, we're not having sugar-free Jesus. Can I get a witness in the house? But this is a year where we experience the weighty things of God. Let me just say this. Somebody say, strengthen my basket, Lord. Strengthen my basket. It even goes beyond that. Let's, let's look at it even from this standpoint and this perspective. That sometimes in life we face seasons and situations and circumstances that we don't like. We go through days that are not the best days and 
no matter how much we love the Lord, sometimes those days happen. But the Lord said, I'm going to give you a basket in the spirit that even when you go through a tough season, you will not break under the pressure. You will not give up. You do not crack. You do not lose everything. You do not lose out with the Lord. You do not lose your joy. You do not lose your peace. But you're going to find out in this season that even if the devil comes against you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You're not going to freak out if something goes wrong. I need somebody who's ready for a sustaining power to manifest in your life. Make a little noise in the room today. But let's flip the script. Also this year, God blesses us with the weighty things in the spirit. You carry weighty, heavy anointing. Yeah, I said weighty, heavy anointing. And the anointing breaks the yoke. It lifts the heavy burdens. It binds the enemy. You carry weighty, heavy worship. Our worship will not be light in this house, but it's gonna be weighty worship. We have a weighty, heavy glory in the house. Even our praise will have a weight to it. There will be weighty revival. This year, don't expect the light in your life. Don't expect the fluff, but expect the weight. Hallelujah. This year you'll carry weighty things, the weighty things of heaven. My Lord in heaven. If you're going to carry weighty things this year for the goodness of God, give him a crazy praise right now. I'm claiming it. Weighty things. But the fourth basket, this is one of my favorite ones. Now, the fourth basket was actually a basket that had a lid on it. It's a basket that had a lid on it. I love this because this is a tet year. And the basket represents a basket with a lid on it. And the implication is what I have in my basket this year, there's a lid on it so it'll be protected. Whatever God gives me, devil, you can't steal it. Whatever the Lord puts in my basket, it's mine. Devil, take your hand on it. I have half of it. The lid is shut. In 2019, God protects the good and the precious things that he puts in my basket. Come on, decree that now. Raise your hands and say in 2019, shout it out. Say, God protects the good and the precious things he puts in my basket. See, when the devil comes to steal, he will find the lid shut. No access, devil. You can't steal my joy. Can't steal my peace. You can't steal my anointing. You can't steal my faith. You can't steal my healing. You can't steal my power. You can't steal revival. You can't steal my family. You can't steal my purpose. You can't steal my anointing. Dear God, is there anybody ready to have your basket with a lid on it and say, devil, you can't touch this? I said, devil, you can't touch this. You can't have it. Somebody give the Lord a praise. You can't touch this. Don't y'all act like y'all don't know who MC Hammer is. Hammer time. Yeah. How many of you are claiming this year the devil can't touch what God gives me? The Lord is so good to me, y'all, because I teach on first fruits, and you know how near and dear that is to my heart and how I live this thing every year and believe it and lead you into it. And as I was studying, I 
It was, it was so good that I almost fell out in the Holy Ghost and caught myself and covered my own legs up. That's how good it was. Because I read and studied, and the fifth word for basket means a basket for first fruits. It is a basket that we use that brings our first to God. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, this is a time, and it represents that every time my people, if they'll put me first, he said, every time they want to reach back in the basket and support my kingdom and support my work and support what I'm doing, they'll reach in their basket and they'll find resources there. In other words, as you put God first, you're going to find more than enough in your basket. I want you to declare this. Say, this year, I am so blessed and my basket is so full that I'm able to give and support and finance the work of the Lord. I dare you to give God praise if you receive it. No, that ain't gonna do I dare you to give God praise if you want a spirit of generosity. So this year we put God first. We bring our first fruits and we honor him first day, first week, first month. Whatever you do, you give a sacrificial gift that Sunday and the Lord honors that gift. But let's bring the A.N. tent up there again. It looks, number one, it looks like a, a, a basket, but number two, the tent looks like Hebrew scholars tell us, it looks like a woman's womb. It looks like a woman's womb. So here's what I want you to understand about that. This next picture is a picture of a woman's womb. And the Lord said, tell my people this is a birthing year. God is forming the new in the spiritual realm. This is your year to birth some things. Remember the A-N is vision, the A-N is eyes, and did you have the birthing, the womb here? Am I teaching all right? Can I go a little deeper? How many of you want all this revelation? Wave at me if you want it all. So it's the year, the, the, the vision, and didn't you have the womb? The Lord said it's the year to birth new vision. It's the year for you to birth new vision. It is the year for you to birth new vision. The tet is the nine, a woman's gestation period when she is carrying a baby is nine months. The Lord said, this is the year that you get pregnant with vision, and this is the year that you give birth. Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, this church is in a birthing season. This church will birth fresh outpouring. Calvary will birth new revival, new expansion, increase and in soul save. Don't you tell me it's not time to birth the Palm Coast campus. Dear God, I'm in the middle of a birthing year. But I'm saying that individuals are going to birth. You're going to birth personal vision, personal power, personal anointing, personal finances, personal advancement, personal kingdom efforts, personal business success. Are you ready to enter into a season of birthing? If you are, give the Lord a praise right now. This is not the time to give up. This is the time to push. This is not the time to give up. This is the time to push. Now, there's been much revelation about the Lord as Savior, Healer, Provider, Deliverer, Yahweh Rapha, Yahweh Jireh. But understand, this is the Tet year. This is the year of the womb, and the womb is a place of creation. 
And the very first revelation of God in Scripture was God as creator. God created the heavens and the earth. See, we don't create ourselves. How many of you understand that we are not creators? I'm very creative. I know, but you're not a creator. Well, I, I built a house, yeah, but you had to have wood to build the house. I made a cake, yeah, but you had to have ingredients to make a cake. See, just because you're creative doesn't mean that you are a creator. The creator is the one who makes something out of nothing. I need something to make something, but God said, I'm so big, I'm so bad, I'm so unexplainable, I'm so supernatural, I'll take nothing and make everything out of it. Some of you have been in a season of frustration because you're looking around, I don't have nothing. I don't have what I need, I don't have nothing. But if you don't have anything, you're right where God wants you to be because he's able to reach down in your nothing and produce everything that he has for you to produce. You say, Pastor, why are you talking about that? Because the womb is a place of creation. The womb is a place where things are created. There's nothing there, but then God creates the baby in the womb. Can I say in the name of Jesus that you are in more than a church? You are in a birthing center. And this year, we're going to birth some things. We're going to birth Palm Coast Campus. We're birthing regional revival. We're birthing a revival and a move of God that will affect the world. Somebody give God praise if you're ready for a birthing season. Can, can I really get crazy? Hold up your hands if you'll receive that. I declare that in the name of Jesus, a birthing anointing is being released. This is the year of your birthing. If you're trusting God to birth some things, say this is the year of my birthing. Somebody give the Lord a praise in here. God's about to create it. God's about to manifest it. Give the Lord a praise. Now, here we are again with the A in Tet. Remember, you have eyes here, but also here you have one more thing. Bring it up to 5779. So, now watch this. 5779 is the year that we're in. So the five, if you can see it here, it actually looks like a door. Not just any door, but a door that is open. Is there anybody getting in faith with me? And you're gonna claim that this is gonna be a season of open doors. Not just doors, but open doors. Baby, the door doesn't do you any good if it's not open. Somebody give God praise if you're ready for open doors. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor, you just sit there if you want to, but I gotta give God praise for some open doors in this next season. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he open a door? Won't he make a way? Won't he do it? I gotta praise him for open doors. Open the door to my healing. Open the door to my next level. Open the door to my new season. Jesus. So it's a year of the open door. Somebody say open door. But then watch this. You got the sevens here. 
You got an A-N and an A-N, a Chet, an A-N, an A-N, and a Tet. Come on, I'm smarter than you think I am. These Hebrew letters here point us to eyes, vision. But the third thing here that Hebrew scholars tell us that it looks like is a snake. Isn't that funny? Y'all were just shouting over the open door, about to fall out in the Holy Ghost over God anoint my basket, giving birth to everything. But I said snake, and you just drew right up. Come on. Let me tell you something. You don't have to fear the snake. I said you don't have to fear the snake. I believe God's given me a revelation. I said you don't have to fear the snake. Some of y'all been too worried about the enemy. You've been giving the devil too much pleasure and too much opportunity in your life because you, he keeps you worried. But the Lord said, don't worry about the snake. Why? Because remember, this is the year. You're in the century of the A and the century of the eyes. You're in the decade of the eyes. So you don't just have vision. You have double vision. I don't mean you have that, that sickness where you're seeing things double. No, I mean you see twice as well. So here's what the Lord said. He said, tell my people to stop sweating the snake in the grass. The Lord said, I'm giving my people supernatural vision. The Lord said, I'm giving my people supernatural vision. The Lord said, this is the year. Somebody say, this is the year. The Lord said, this is a year for you not to worry about the snake in the grass. The Lord said, because you have supernatural vision, 2019, 5779, is the year that you see the snake in the grass. You're going to rise up with an eagle eye anointing. And you're going to see the works of the enemy before they can even manifest in your life. Please do not make me throw my shoe at you this morning. I need to find at least 500 of y'all out of this big crowd that will say maybe the man is preaching to me. This is the year that the devil doesn't surprise us. This is the year that the devil doesn't take us by surprise, but we have eagle eye anointing, and we see what he's doing. We see his attack on our children. We see his scheme. Even before he can get it done, we already see it, and we know how to deal with it. Give the Lord a praise in here. God, I got to hurry. I said, give God a praise this year. Your vision is clear. Somebody say, my vision is clear. I see what I need to see. My vision is clear. You arise with an eagle eye anointing. But the Lord said, here's what you got to do. Stand up, everybody. I'm going to try to close. What does that mean? Stay right there because y'all are going to have to make a little noise with me because 
I mean, I had him stand, but we're still going to have to bring the Lord a crazy praise. The Lord told me, he said, you got to change the way you see things. Look at your neighbor and say, listen to pastor. Look at your neighbor and say, listen to pastor. Tell them this, say, how you see things will determine the way you move forward. Some of y'all are going to see the enemy and be afraid. You'll see the snake and tremble. Oh, I'm so scared. I'm scared of the snake. I'm just scared of that snake. I'm just terrified of that snake. I'm so scared of that snake. But see, when you change the way you see, when you change the way you look at things, when you change the way you see things, what you see will change. That, that was worth coming to church for right there. Tell your neighbor, say neighbor. When you change the way you see things, the things you see will change. Some of y'all have been looking at the enemy as a threat. You've been seeing the snake as a threat, but God is calling you to change the way you see things. And the Lord said, stop seeing the enemy, the snake, as a threat. Come on, bring that picture up. The Lord said, begin to see the snake as prey. It's about to hit this room. I said, begin to see the snake as prey. You by live stream, now is a good time for you to jump up off of your computer and run around your table and give God a praise. Tell your neighbor, don't be terrified. Don't be afraid. It's just a chicken dinner, hallelujah. It's just a hamburger. It's just an opportunity for you to feast on this thing and find out God is who he says he is. One, two, three, give the Lord a praise. That, ain't, that, that, that won't do. That would do if your enemy was not your prey. But if your enemy is going to become your prey, come on and give the Lord the highest praise. Give him a shout. Give him a hallelujah. You see the snake in the grass. He can't do you any harm because the enemy is your prey. I said the enemy is your prey. I said the enemy is your prey. The Bible says that the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet quickly, shortly. Put your foot on the devil's head and say, devil, you are defeated. You are no threat. You are prey. Somebody give the Lord a shout. Somebody needs to leap right now. Somebody needs to shout right now. Somebody needs to jump right now. Somebody needs to clap right now. I'm changing the way I see. I'm changing the way I look at it. And when I look at it differently, it will be different. So get crazy right now. Remember, this is the year of the basket. I said, this is the year of the basket. This is the year of the womb. And this is the year to see the snake in the grass. 
This is the year of the basket, my blessing. This is the year of the womb, my birthing. And this is the year to see the snake in the grass. Put my foot on that devil's head. This is the year of my breakthrough. So I want you to get your faith at an all-time high on the first Sunday of the year and say 2019, 2019, 2019 is my year. 2019 is the year of my blessing, my birthing, and my breakthrough. Now give God glory like you believe it's going to come to pass. I said, come on and give the Lord a praise. I said, it's creative time. It's miracle time. It's the year of my blessing, my birthing, and my breakthrough. I ain't playing with you, devil. I'm not worrying about you, devil. It's the year of my blessing. My birthing. And my breakthrough. But here's the key. Change the way you see. And if you change the way you see, what you see will change. It's very necessary then that you get your faith around this reality. Bring up the 5779. One more time, please, in the back. 5779. Doors are opening for you this year. Prophesied over somebody. Doors are opening for you this year. Clarity. 2019, moving into 2020. Complete clarity. Baskets. Come on, baskets for abundance. Baskets to carry a new thing. Baskets to carry a sweet thing. Were you listening when I taught it? Baskets to carry the heavy thing. Come on. Baskets with a lid on it. Make a little noise if you want your basket to have a lid on it. And baskets for my first fruits. Hi, this is Jessica McCoy with Calvary Christian Center. Thank you so much for listening. We pray that this message encourages and inspires you to be everything God has created you to be. We hope you enjoyed this message.